All right, welcome to the second episode of Gus Watch uh, with me, Sir Aaron Carter, and Emma Skies. That's me. And yeah, that's 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 you. That's that, me. That that's me is very reminiscent of the way they have Disneyfied um, this whole series. Wow, you know like... what? I mean, we both saw the end of the episode. It's not exactly Disney anymore. Uh, there wasn't an ounce of blood. So no, yes, it is. But there uh, there's a lot of blood. violence, you know? It's rated TV well, 14, Aaron. For hatred and meanness. That's basically <laughs> what it is. That's basically what it is. So episode two, uh, titled Sorry About All the Dead People, starts us off with the introduction um, of a new character because this character is as far as I can remember, actually, now that I think about it, this character might be in the comic books. Wow, you don't even know anything. It's I, I read the comic books a while back, and then I reread it again last month. But this character has a very tiny, tiny role in the thing. And the only reason why I realized who the character was is the dead end. So... It's a new character named Amy. She's a psychiatrist or whatever, right? Yeah, she's is like that... a couples counselor. Like a couples counselor or something like Who that. Who ironically she... could not connect to anybody. Yeah. yeah. She's an introverted person. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's kind of weird. And she um, was living the quarantine life. Full blown. She like... was alone in an office full of her work and her books and just thriving and vibing. For years, apparently. Yeah, I, and can, I can't keep up with the timeline in this thing. I don't... So I think they're playing with the time. I don't know, actually. No, I can't even say that. I don't know what they're doing with the time. Because um, they they keep going back, and they're making me think they're doing before the the sick. And, like, after. Because we'll, we'll, we'll get to that part later. But anyway, she, she locks herself in her office at work. Um, and she basically just lives there. She has plants. She looks like she has some type of uh, food supply, water supply. She does. Which is weird uh, because they do the thing again where they get the emergency alert. I don't know what the emergency alert is for, um, but they just get an emergency the, alert. It's for the but disease. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but like for what? For the disease. That's dumb. So you get an emergency <laughs> alert and then people start running and screaming and crying. And then there's gunshots and car crashes and sirens. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Y'all went from zero to a hundred immediately. And like to the point where she apparently can't even go home. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Cause she like really locks herself in. Like you see, and I, I do like, like the montage. I do like the montage of the camera turning yeah. and then showing supplies and, and things building up of her staying over time. And then she like marks down the days on the window. There's a bunch of sticky notes all on the window. It's a, it's a, it's a big thing. Visually. Um, it's a very good scene. Yeah. I, I liked it. Uh, you don't get anything like that in the comic books of, you know, showing how they kind of live through. Cause mainly cause everything is through Gus's eyes, you know? Um, so she, I guess finally gets the courage to go outside. Um, and we get a scene where she's like in the middle of the street uh, and Jumanji happens. It does. Where, where a pack of elephants just roam down, you know, Main Street or whatever. And this comforts her for some reason. And she knows like, okay, I know where to go now. 
She hated I, people. So now that the animals are roaming, it's time to shine. Okay, because the animals took over. So that means she's, you know. What it means whatever. the zoo is empty. Perfect base that apparently nobody has taken up. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to that. And because I have an answer kind of for something like that, too. But later on in this actual episode, we'll we'll see that. Did you catch the name of the zoo when you went in or when she went in there? Nope. It was the Essex County. Oh, zoo. yeah, no, I did. Because I went, oh, she's in Essex. Yes, that is where the author is uh, ah. lived. That's where he based uh, the whole story off of. But he put it in Nebraska. So there's a nice little nod to the author, you know, Essex County or whatever. Um. As far as I know, I don't think Essex County is in the, the comic books. I think they literally just did this for the author. But whatever. She gets to the zoo. She finds a, a hawk or falcon or whatever that thing is. Um, it's still alive. And it's not caged up, Emma. It was it was. She had open to open spots. the cage to get into it. Yeah, but the camera angle that they panned first, there's a gigantic hole on the side of the yeah, cage. Yeah, was there. Yeah, he just, I'm literally watching it as, as yeah, we. Yeah. Yeah terrible so she's like oh go be free go go do bird stuff you know now we're both free you can you can get out of here too i was Leave really so hoping I another bird i really hoped another bird would just eat it like <laughs> swoop out of nowhere and been like i'm domesticated i think i just I sent you out here. i think i just sent you a tiktok like last week of these people that caught a mouse and were like releasing it back to the wild. And you then did. Immediately yes. got swiped up by a Immediately. <laughs> immediately. It was like we did all that for nothing. Oh, I love so it. So after, after that, we go back to uh, the big man, Jeopard, and Gus uh, roaming the countryside. And this is why I said they're, they're doing a weird thing with the time because they showed these like giant satellites that are like moss covered. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how long it takes for moss to grow <laughs> over things, but I feels like it longer than like, 10 years. Yeah. It seems like longer than just 10 years. Yeah. So I, I don't know what they're doing with time here. Um, but you can see Jeopard doesn't want him around. And Gus Rightly is just so. like, that's just opposite, though. In the comic books, he's like, "Yeah, I'm taking this kid to the preserve. Like, I, you know, I'm I'm keeping him safe. Like, this is this is what I'm doing. He's a hard man, right? Don't get it twisted. He's a very hard man. But when it comes to Gus, like, no, this this is this is my, I don't know, like 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 I protect him. He's got a very you know protective nature for Gus." So I don't know why they decided just him to be more of an uh, annoyance to to Jeopard. Have you as met children? To, I've I've literally lived in a house and they're watched annoying. two children grow. Like they're they're fine. They, they wanted to make it more patience. realistic. So uh, Jeopard is like tossing stuff on the ground, and uh, Gus is grabbing the stuff off, saying, "You know, you gotta." He, he's he's sprinkling in the little lessons that his dad gave him you know mm -hmm. you don't leave stuff around because you could get traced and that's that's the type of stuff that you know um gus does he 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 keeps those rules in his mind you know because we still have to be protected um but he is a bit naive you know so they do play that in the in the comic books and in the show he, he is a bit naive by by this time you know the backstory of Jeopard. 
in the comic books, he was a hockey player that was known for fighting. Like that's so what just he a did. hockey player. He's a hockey player. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, I guess like one of the best fighters. Like he, his name was synonymous with, yeah, when Jeopard has to with fight, the penalty he, box. he wins. Exactly. Yes. And he like he takes on everybody. Um so whenever they get to the scene where it's nighttime, they've made camp and Jeopard's taking like medicine for his knee. Oh, yeah. Because it's an old sports injury and stuff like that. I'm like, what? No. He used to just beat up people in a hockey ring. You still get hurt. Yeah, not Jep. Jep, like I said, Jep is is the punisher. He takes some licks, but he heals and then that's it. He's back up to to doing things. Um I wanna say, so we're at the campsite, right? And in the background, you got the glowy eyes. Oh of, my god. <laughs> of Gus. An absolute nightmare. No, that was that was a cool little I don't that think that's terrifying. in the comics. I don't think this is in the comics, but that's I like that addition of of like his eyes glow at night I like deers and stuff like that. That's, that's so awful. dope. And they got a little animated blinking and stuff no, to make I'm like, it even more kids creepier. Are not like creepy <laughs> enough already at night. No, that was cool. I, I liked that. Um, it's like close it your eyes me... in the dark. Just always close your eyes. I I I really I liked how they kept it going too. Like you'll we'll see later. You know that he he's got that. Um, I'm trying to think. So at at this point in the in the comic book, they're camping out. Um, but Gus doesn't eat like regular food. He literally just eats all of Jeopard's candy. So they wow. they do this they do the same thing in the the show where by morning um Gus this is kind of just ravaged. Would be dead. If you you <laughs> cannot if I've been surviving in the apocalypse on my own forever for 10 years and then this little shitty kid comes along attaches himself to my hip and then eats all of my supply now kids dead we're done it's terrible he's, am, he's doesn't know child. any better i don't he care. doesn't know any better he's he's a child and unlike the the comic books it just seems like he just ate all the candy he eats all the rations in the show like he and he somehow does not od on pain medication and then yes, and then he eats all of his medication, which is weird. Like that, uh, I guess maybe it was just Tylenol. I don't know for the for the pain. So maybe you know he, he couldn't really OD on baby aspirin or something like that. Um, Kid would be dead. But they 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 skipped the scene before we get to the where they get to, um, because they 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 kind of mention or they kind of show that Gus has um, sensitive senses yeah. he can smell distances he can hear distances and stuff like that i don't remember them doing too much of that in the actual comic book mm. um when you're you know I, I think i think he was just he just knows a lot because he knows how to live off the land but so after he eats all the food he's like he ate all our rations what the heck am i gonna do you know uh and he's like hey there's there's food here you know i can smell it it's over there and then they pan out and you see this gigantic lodge. On Which the side somehow of the nobody noticed before he followed his nose. It's literally really? the side of a mountain, a big ass like lodge. And it's it's a beautiful lodge like, too. I never like, could have found it without you. Oh my God. Yeah. You're so useful. No, kill him. 
It's terrible. Terrible. But I'm going to tell you how what, what they find first after he eats all this food. So when they find, or when, when he eats all the rations or whatever, and Jeopard and uh, Gus keep traveling on, they do find a house. And Jeopard sends Gus in there to go get everything, you know, like supplies. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, I mean, he doesn't really send him in there. Gus has to go in there because Jeopard got injured during uh, a fight from gotcha. more like hunters that they find. They, they, they threw that whole part out. You're mm-hmm. supposed to see the, the savagery because they ah. showed the backstory of him as an ice skater, or not ice skater, a <laughs> hockey <ice> player. <laughs> <laughs> they, show, they show him it's the savagery. Dancing, man. It's this fucking savage. <laughs> they show him as a hockey player and how savage he's in as, as he is then. And then they kind of cut to them traveling and being attacked on the road and how savage he is again. So you kind of, you get like, okay, this dude is no joke. And so he gets injured and he has to go find supplies. So they find a house. Gus goes in there. There's nobody, but he sees pictures of the family. You know, he sees a mom and dad and a kid and stuff like that. And he's getting the rations and he goes upstairs to where the kid's bedroom is. And there's a corpse there. Yep, A child's corpse just lying on the bed, hugging this book. And... He looks at the book and it's it's a it's a reference to Bambi, but the book is called Dandy. Mm-hmm. But it's about a little deer and the deer's family. So he he takes the book from the kid and he's like, you know, um, you don't need kind of like this is yeah, like this is what kids have, right? So he takes it and he he you know he uh, has a little something now to make him feel more like a child. Uh, and he even dreams about Dandy. Uh, when he goes to sleep that night after reading the book and uh, and he has like a nightmare where he meets Dandy. But got to remember, last time he saw a yeah. deer, he got <laughs> shot in the neck. So it kind of freaks him out or whatever. But in the show, they go to like a um, outdoor shop, I guess that is. It, yeah, it's like a visitor center. That must be like a national park, like tourist area. Yeah. And it's untouched, by the way. Like, they could open up tomorrow and start selling things. Yep. Like, yeah. they, things are still hung up. Uh, it, it looked like nothing. But there's a bunch of taxidermy everywhere. And I don't know how Gus doesn't freak the heck out by headless creatures. He clearly that look is. Like he didn't look that freaked yeah, out. Yeah, he did. He, like, tried to run away from it. And then he yelled at them that they couldn't have his head. He yelled from the people. Yeah, I would be like, no, you're not putting me up on top of the freaking thing but jeopard sends him in there he scouts it out you find that there's a whole family in there and my notes on that was like why is there a kid there because there is a child there and to my knowledge the sick takes everybody like it there's no children at all any new kids are Animal kids is what they and it's what he they said in the episode. He looked older than um he looked older than Gus. Like it doesn't matter. They get 10. the kids first. They get the they they move up. Like you get sick, you die. Mm. Like that that's how it is. And anything fresh and new is all animal children. So creepy. That's why I was like, what is that kid doing here? I, I what are we thriving and vibing? I. I have to wait till the next episode to tell you where they go 
because like the house scene where he finds the dead child in the bed and takes the book, that's very fast. That's just like a couple of panels. And then then they go to the next actual destination and you get to see, you know, some characters. So that that they might have replaced with these characters here, but I'm not sure. So I have to wait till the next episode to see if that's what they did. But anyway, okay. uh, we meet a family, uh, mom, dad, and a, uh, a kid from somewhere. They're all masked uh, up at that, well, once they sit down. Yeah, they're all at dinner and they're, they fed at least Jeopard and Gus, but they're masked because they're like, we know what's going on at least out there. You know, the sick is, is still out and about. Um, and too real. It's Jeopard, too much. It's it's that's why I'm like I didn't know they were gonna do this, but Very you know he's given he's given them uh kind of the lowdown like look you know the sick is still out there yeah but you guys have been away from society for a long time so you're you're fine like it doesn't matter again it's not how the sick works so you're telling unex- me Jeopard is an anti masker uh yeah yes he <laughs> is in the comic book again yeah because other people wear masks. He's gonna, come out, he's gonna come out screaming, the cure cannot be worse than the sick. <laughs> That's terrible. But he probably would. He probably <laughs> would. He's a he's a, a hockey player, so what but does that yeah, mean? They're all conservative. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> so he explains them they've been away, but again, like I said in the comic books, that's not how the sick works. It's very random. Like you don't have to be around somebody that's had the sick to get the sick it's very random like people just catch it they never really explain that in the comic books uh and then jeopard shows the the family his pinky and sees that it's not vibrating and they trust him enough to take their masks off um do you think in order to hide the sickness some people will like splint the bottom of their pinky well if they just cut their pinky all the way off oh i mean i guess that works too that's a little much that's a little much and also that's a red flag because like why is it just you got to cut your whole hand off at that point because like it's it it you can tell like why is it just your pinky okay and then it's got to be both pinkies no no you got to cut the whole hand off no you could get a pass it with wearing a glove and just be like uh i had an accident blah 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 Mm. you know and how many people look at your pinky anyway Right. In, in a pandemic around? where <laughs> yeah. where the only uh, indication that you're sick is your pinky, everybody's looking at your pinky. I mean, who's really looking down at the pinkies oh in God. this day and age? Like, it would have been fine. You it's, literally it's, said it in a scene later on. You're like, look at her pinky. It would have been fine. Yeah. It would have been fine. That's, I'm a paranoid type of person. So that's what that is. That's just mm-hmm. me. Um, We get an awkward scene. Where uh, Gus goes in and, and plays trains with the, the younger boy. I didn't. I don't catch his name. I can't remember his name. Scott, Daniel, Peterson? something. There you go. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. You didn't even question it. Jeez. Uh, no. So I don't know what the kid's name, but he, the kid's asking him questions like as if Gus is an animal. It's like, do you? You know, I had a dog once. Do your does your leg shake whenever you get scratched behind the ear? And Gus is like, I don't know. I was being like, do not pet this kid behind the ear like a dog. Don't do it. He goes fully for it. He starts scratching Gus behind the ear, and Gus's legs start shivering. And I was like, this is this is not no. This is too much close to. Can I touch your hair? Let's not very much so. Let's let's leave this alone. Very much so. 
that's weird because like I'm just trying to think if would this become a thing with them? Like, is that gonna be a a, a thing? Like, ugh, why? <laughs> ugh. Yeah, that that wasn't that wasn't cool. So, um, we get the father talking with Jeopard, and this is kind of what I was playing to. He recognizes him. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, you're that football player, you know, Timmy Timmy Jeopard, Tommy." He's like, "Yeah, you were great, you know, back in the day." And that's how it is, kind of in the comic book. He gets, you know, he's like, "You're that." that hockey player that, you know, people knew and stuff like that. So like he has like a reputation Nobody in the out US there. knows hockey players. Somebody could have known, you know, Wayne Gretzky. Nobody in the US knows hockey. Wow. Players. Wow. Tommy Jeopard is Wayne Gretzky. Get out. He's the Wayne Gretzky of, no, absolutely of the, not. of the universe. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky um, is Wayne Gretzky. But you get more of the Frank Castle from him. Because he's like, well, what do you want here? The dad is like, you know, you know, what do you want here? And he's like, wanted to stay the night or whatever and he was like well i gotta talk to my wife about that and he's like i wasn't asking like this, this man just I'm does doing. not want anybody to like him but it's 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 a harsh it's it's a reflection of the world that he had to adapt to and we get a little bit of that later too when he's talking with the mom it's like and i don't think they're showing that enough yet maybe in episode three we'll get into it because there was a couple of hints and clues but like mm. the world goes down fast and Clearly. like really really but like walking dead season four down yeah. fast like it is it is a disarray there's you know nice people out in the world where are those that is this family this was all Felix. like this family isn't in the comic books like i said mm-hmm. the, the house they come upon that family's dead so i don't know where they got this family from that drinks iced tea and and you know <laughs> has a full shop out here and stuff an like endless that. I don't supply know of supplies yeah exactly yeah i didn't see them even go for water they're all just drinking out of cans so yeah. clearly they're they're you know they're set up for a while um but jeopard's like yeah no this is i'm 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 doing what i want because i have to survive out here like it's ruthless out there in the world and gus is the the naive kid this is this is how he is in the the comic books too uh jeopard's telling him like hey this is a, a real dangerous situation out here where we're at you got to know that and gus is like no i believe in people like my daddy was a good person you jeopard are a good person from what you did so that means like other neither good of those people. are true he was like so other people are good i mean if, if you got to think about it in a way of his daddy took care of him taught him all these things um taught him survival taught him how to read um you know like taught him to live basically Mm -hmm. um and that's the only person he knew so in his eyes yeah his daddy is a good person jeopard comes along two men after his dad told him the world is bad try to attack him jeopard comes and saves him he's believing nobody out there is good so when he sees that that's more proof to yeah no they're good people out there so I don't know why they, I think maybe the interjection of this family is to show more of, to give him more reason of like, yeah, I need to, on this path of, I need to trust people more because that's the whole thing. In the comic books, Jeopardy's like, you don't trust anybody, dude. Like, no, everybody out there is is jerks. You don't trust anybody. So <laughs> maybe this lessons. is, maybe this is just to show like, there are good people out there still. Um, Because, again, this family does not exist in the comic books. So uh, we go through 
uh, and we see that there is a group of people hunting um, like This is yet children. another reason why Gus is the literal worst. This family has already said they have never, ever had a visitor. They've never had anybody stumble upon them. Now, Correct. these two assholes show up and suddenly they're being hunted. They have, they left all these people up to them. They left a trail. They had that fire and these people are hunting. You saw the little symbol patch on the the guy's arm. And I heard you like, oh, there's 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 some sort of organization here. And they're hot on the trails of these two. So we cut back to uh, Gus and the kid playing and Gus is using his super hearing to hear where, you know, the kid is, and they're playing like a little tag game with a little dark gun thing. Little Marco Polo. Um, yeah, little Marco Polo. Uh, and then Gus hears music for the first time. And, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling. This is more of this Disney warm-heartedness. It's just I like really... kind of slice of life stuff at that point. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. Uh, Which is a weird choice comics. for episode two. Like, I guess you got to like establish it. Six? I don't know like but to spend this much time away from the main plot and just like giving little like scenes here and there was like a weird choice for the second episode true it made very, it very, very slow. true I think um I maybe I just hope not just think maybe I just hope that because it's gonna get really dark soon so let's give you a little light is it though, <laughs> so, is it though? I don't know I, d- I, I don't know especially because when they're doing the dance scene Jeopard's shirt is like hanging down a little and the mom can see that he has like scars on his chest. He's um, got a brand. Like a branding thing. So that's why I think they might be going a certain way with something. Um but she confronts him later about it. Like um oh no, but before we go there, we switch back to Dr. Singh and Dr. his Singh. Uh, daughter and his daughter wife. Best character um, in this show. Um, it's not the show's fault that you can't tell that these two people are the same age. Oh, sure, sure. It okay. never occurred yeah. to me that she was anything but his wife. You're weird. Yes, I'm. I'm the weird one. Yes, but the daughter wife combo here is. Oh not my the weird god. One. So yeah, they're so living I comfortable. I could not figure out. Yeah, because they're living comfortable. He's like watering his little plants. He's, you know, at mm-hmm. his suburban home with his electricity and his running water. And I was like, are we back in the before times? Yeah. And you see that the wife looks fine. Still like, alive. Yeah, she's still alive. There's no symptoms or anything like that. They're playing Scrabble. Uh, everything looks. So that's why I was like, are they playing with time here? Like maybe they're showing some more before the sick time. But then all of a sudden the flash comes out of her. And her pinky starts <laughs> vibrating again. And she's entering the speed to, force. Yes. <laughs> he runs to the cabinet and he pulls out an antidote or like a, a something to stave off the. Yeah, a little treatment, a little medication. Yeah, no. There's no <laughs> treatment for the sick. You get it, you're dead. It's swift and it's fast. There's nothing, there's no medicine to to hold it off for a little bit so this is right out of the blue this storyline i don't know what this is i gotta tell you this storyline is better than the gus storyline i can't wait till about four more episodes in because <laughs> i know they're gonna i know they're gonna follow this with dr singh and i'm gonna blow your mind wow. with what is 
what is supposed to happen? I'm way more interested in his story. Um, I, and I got to say, it probably part of it is a bias that I don't like kids. And I find Gus very annoying um, as a wow. child. Like, I just do. Like, I think he's super annoying. Like, I don't understand the motivation of, like, wanting to protect this kid. I'm like, this kid is, the, like, an asshole and very annoying. And, like, I wouldn't want to protect this kid. Like, yeah, you, you pawn him off a, of the first person. You read a bunch of YA with nothing but children. Cause that's and I exactly age them up in my brain. Are. I age that's... all of them up in my head. <laughs> and they still make the stupid decisions I can't... And, when I, and when I read a book where the kids... Because part of the problem with YA that a lot of people have is that teenagers don't act like teenagers. They act like adults. And when there's a book where they do act like teenagers, it is infuriating. And I don't like it. So I don't like kids. Why, I, we can go into a long thing of why is it YA then? Just make them adults. But anyway... Uh, Sing rides out because he's like, we're running out of medicine for you. And he's in a nice neighborhood. Yeah, he is. They got electricity from solar panels that light up the streets. It's a giant. Um, it's a, a, it's giant, a gated uh, community. Like community. Yeah. It's basically um, Walking Dead when they leave, uh, they leave the prison and they find that suburban gated community and they make that their home base for like four seasons. So did you see the name on the gate? It's something with an R view or something. It's Rockridge. Rockridge. Rock, oh. I think Rock Rock Bridge. Rock Bridge. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. <laughs> I was like, are we getting a weird RR thing here? But no. No, I, I think I I don't know if it was like a, maybe a nod to it or something, but to what we you know find out later. Okay. Um, but and he just rides out to the community hospital. Yeah, he's got a horse. Yeah, he does. He's, he's, yeah, he didn't have, yeah. No, Jeopard has the horse, and they're riding on a horse the whole time. They had a budget um, for one horse, Aaron. They had to pick and So choose. you give it to the character that has the horse, you Emma. You give it to the character that Jeez. needs a little more, a little more. Oh, they also skipped a very eye-opening scene as well in, um, in, um, and I don't know if they ever will. Yeah, they. I think they. I think they skipped it because it's in the second comic book when they go out into the world for the first time and they kind of get past like a high school. Mm -hmm. uh, they're on like this, um, like a football field or something like that, and there is just mountains of dead people. Jesus. And then, and then a dump truck. Not a yeah, like a, a a a. Why am I forgetting the name of this type of truck? Like it's like a plow. Oh, no, okay. no, like to push like the bodies tractor? into uh, oh, like a yeah, tractor, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they can push the bodies. And this is the first time that he's seeing like the sick is a real thing. Like it takes everybody, no matter what it is, you know, age, you know, whatever, man, woman, and child. It the sick takes you, and people were dying by the boatloads, is what it is. Um, so they they kept that out. You know, okay, whatever. Clearly, we're um, going lower on the age rating. Like it's it's got to say TV fourteen. But like these are things that form and shape this kid's, you know, Not outlook anymore. on the world. So like, uh, what is this kid gonna, you know, have to argue when they tell him that the world is terrible? Welcome to my world. For the last two series okay. that we've done of this. That's that's terrible. I'm like, that's when horrible. you change this one small thing that seems insignificant, you change their motivations and it changes the way. And you're always like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And it's fine, Aaron. You know it's what? Fine. No. It's, it's fine. It's not. It's not. It's, it's insignificant. 
Dr. Singh gets to his makeshift hospital, which was, it looked like a restaurant that they converted Yeah, it was like a, a like a diner, like a fast food uh, kind of diner. But then they but just had just... a sign on the front that says medical center. Yeah, <laughs> they just stapled it to the top of the thing. Um, so he goes up to the cashier and <laughs> she's like, like a regular secretary. Like, it's like a hospital, really. Yeah. Like he signs in and he, so like. There seems like there's some parts of the the world that are still civilized and stuff like that. It's not even like that in the, in the comic books. Like, no, everybody's everybody's gone. Like, Clearly this is the Walking they've Dead. Carved out a space, and in the Walking Dead, they have this community that they've built. This is the Walking Dead without the communities. Oh, wow, where they're living on the lamb. They're they're trying to find you know, like they had working um, uh, cameras. On yes. in that hospital, like to monitor the the lobby, like what? what? No, yeah. no. You gotta add so, some some diversity, some variety to the world. Can't the, so all be Singh one thing. Si- so Singh is sitting in the waiting room, and then he sees some like soldiers come in and bring in a box, um, which they never show you what was in the box, um, but it seemed to worry Singh. Like there's like some noise that plays in his head. That distracts him until his name is called by the the doctor or whatever, mm-hmm. so he can go in and get his medicine. He has a conversation with his doctor. You can see that they have a rapport. They've he's been going there for a long period of time. She's he been mentioned helping him out. that she's a relative of a patient, right? Uh, did he? Because he, yeah, he asks. He's like, "Are you telling me this as a relative of, of a patient or as my colleague?" So I don't know if she's related to his wife or. Oh. I don't know. Who I knows? She, but they I, know each I, other. Yeah. Yeah, they know they have they have some history, definitely. Um, the thing that was confusing me because again, there is no cure, there is no antidotes right now in, in the comic books. Is if why is he the only one special enough to get some for his wife? They don't really imply that he is, though. Well, yeah, because he's doing it in secret. He doesn't tell the receptionist. Yeah, while he's there. yeah, everything. No. Yeah, because he said it was just a straight checkup for him. Yeah, but he's getting all this stuff in secret. So. They don't Why imply is, that like, he's the only one. There might be more. Like, they've talked about how she ran out of medicine before, so it's likely she's giving it to other people. Well, she won't be giving it to anybody else because uh, she's got, I think, breast cancer? Yeah, yeah she got breast cancer. Um, And actually, the, the way that the dialogue was written, it I, I, I don't know, I, I was really a fan of how she, you know, came out with that. She was like, you know, with the, the sickness... I you know I used to be so trained to be like you know check yourself for for you know mammograms give yourself a mammogram and all that type of stuff, but with the sickness that kind of went to second so you don't think about that stuff, but it's still a real thing. Yeah, and you know I got it. So she brings out her book of research that she's been doing, and she's like, "You used to be a doctor, basically. You got to continue this work. You know, you got to find this cure for." For the sickness, you know. And he wasn't and just like, you know, um, he wasn't just like a family physician or like a specialty. Like he had books on microbiology and immunology and epidemiology in the in the yeah. first episode. So like they're like planting the seed that he is educated enough to continue her work. Yeah, he's a doctor. He stopped apparently because um, he didn't like being in the old uh, death room um, because... If it's anything like the comic books, again, they were dying in, yep. like, you come in, you're sick, 
there is nothing we can do for you. It's it's a matter. It's not even a matter of, uh, you know, like how long. It's like four days, five days, and you're yep. done. Well, it's like, like even it. just the last year, there's been like a mass exodus of nurses that quit because they it was just horrible. It was horrible this last year. Yeah. And, so and he so probably like, got that a little bit of PTSD. Yeah. And it, it, I bet you it touches home with some people like that yep. watches like that. Like this is that's really close. Like it's it's how do you deal with that type of I, I, I for sure could not deal with that knowing there's nothing you can do. And people are just coming in looking for you to do something. And they're just dying on you. So, of course, I understand why he would back away from that life. But he, because he loves his wife and the doctor knows he loves his wife, takes the research and is like, I got to continue where you, you know, where you left off. Um, And he takes the book home. And I'm assuming that he read it already on the way home. Yeah. Because when he gets there, he is messed up by whatever he read in that book. And she even says um, when she hands it to him, like, I've done things I'm not proud of, but I know that yeah. you're going to do whatever it takes. So that's why I'm choosing you to do this. And and that's that's to his character in the comic books as well. He he's he's a he does whatever it takes type of thing. Um, so when they he shows the book to his wife and she starts flipping through it, you get that slow pan that that those string musics like. This is bad. And she's I looking like. I feel like she is experimenting on hybrid children. I feel like that's where this is going to go. There's been like a mass grave of children somewhere that have died from her trials. Wow. That's where this is going. There's some sort of like human component here of like the thing that's keeping you alive killed a lot of people. Or could be. It's a book that just says there's no cure like a thousand times (laughs) over and over and over again. And that's the realization of it. Nope. Dead children. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. Um, We cut from there back to Jeopard stealing a whole bunch of stuff out of the people's pantry. This man Uh, is the worst. He, hey, he's survivalist. People have been nothing but kind to him. I bet if he asked, they would have, they would have given him supplies. I think uh juxtapose uh the the situation where they're in the house but the other one um it's just uh jeopard pissing on the floor jesus christ <laughs> the man is what, the worst that's what it is in the comic books he's just he's eating the rations in the house and he's just peeing on the floor and what is Gus it with men him. why do you guys think that you can just like whip your dick out and pee on a building because i mean it's the easiest thing oh my god we don't have to you don't have to make special accommodations or anything like this. Christ. There's a tree. There we go. Boom. You're all you problems. Uh, then he also nods to, to um, like, whenever the mom comes in and catches him, he puts a currency on the table. I thought like, it was Canadian coins at first. Terrible. I was like, what the fuck is she going to do with that? <laughs> he tells her she can use this at, like, the military thing to get rations and stuff like that. Um. Which I believe that's a thing in the comic books. I want to say there's like, and I'm I I I'm feel like I'm getting this mixed up with stinking shadow and bone. <laughs> <that> there's multiple <laughs> currencies 
Because I think there's a thing where he uses currency and they're like, we don't use that currency. Or I'm probably confusing those shadow and bonus pissing me off. What are you going to do with but five whole Kruger, Aaron? Nobody cares about Kruger anymore. <laughs> all right. Kaz Brecker cares about Kruger. Military money that he tries to get. First army um, No. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Don't you bring that into this. <laughs> um, so she's questioning him, though. Like, cause she knows what he used to be, apparently. Cause he says he doesn't do that life. Wish she would share with the class. Nope. You gotta keep it conspicuous. You gotta keep it, you know, vague. Wow. You gotta do one of those. You worked for him, didn't you? Wow. <laughs> You're one she even says that. She's like, You you were one of them. Yes. I hate yes. that. Just I, say I what you what, mean. I don't know what he was. He's gonna be like, know. what, a black person? Like, yeah. I kind of really don't know what he was. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what they're referring to because there's nothing like that. There's no scar that you can point to in the, the, the kind of thing to let people know is, are you sick or are you not sick? That's what it is. Like he'll show his body and be like, look, no boils on me. I'm not sick. Is that what it is in the, in the comic book? It's boils. In the comic books. There's like boils all around you. You start losing your hair rapidly. Um, Man, bald people get wrecked. You deteriorate really fast. You just like really deteriorate like instantly. Um, damn, there's another thing before they go to the house that I'm not sure they're gonna get to. We'll see. It's the ep- episode three will definitely tell. So, um, Jepper kind of comes up with the idea. He's like, "Hey, you're a nice family here. Why don't you take the kid?" I don't want him. That was you know? my immediate idea. I was like, once they started being nice to him and like playing with him, I was like, this is a way better situation for him than this asshole. For the character and how it is in this, yeah, it makes sense. He Jeopard's a, a a loner. You take the kid. You're a family here. You got a, You got a sweet setup here, and you you and the kid um, that you have, um, they all get along with the kid. So yeah, let's do it. So she's like, I'll talk to my husband in the morning. Blah blah blah. Um, and then we cut to, um, the kid, I can't remember his name. We'll call him Rusty because they're sleeping in a boat called Rusty. Jordan? Georgie? Something with a Jor. Jorah. Yes. Uh, so good. Glad you caught it. They're sleeping and, um, he's like, hey, my dad wrote this book because, like, uh, the kid has a a book of Velveteen Rabbit. Rabbit. Velveteen Rabbit. The Velveteen Uh, Rabbit, excuse you. Oh my gosh! The Velvet it's, what is, Rabbit. It's a classic. Is it, it is. A classic? It okay, is. I've whatever. never read it. Exactly. It's a children's book. So he's like, but this is a—it's an important moment though, because he looks at the book and he's like, "My dad wrote that book." And it's like, yeah, sure, no, check this out. And then the other kids looking at his book, he's like, "What did he? This drawing suck. What is this?" And he's starting to put things together in his head that maybe everything my dad told me isn't true, because he asks him. I just Where's all the it was fires? Really sweet that his dad like wrote his favorite books for his kid. Yeah, but like you got to read deeper into that. Of like, he's like, "Where's all the fires?" He's like, "What are you talking about? There's no fires out here." And he's like, "My dad didn't write this book. There's not a massive amount of fires everywhere. It's a metaphorical well, maybe my, fire. Maybe my dad isn't, you know." Truthful about a hundred percent of everything. So he kind of gets that, and they. They play with that with a scene in in the comic book as well early on um, that he kind of gets the inkling of, you know, maybe my my dad's word isn't gospel, basically. 
Um, and then the the parents come in uh, to tuck them to bed, and you get a another little cool scene where they turn the lights out, and oh, God. Uh, Gus's Gus's eyes are glowing in the dark, and they get all startled, like, "Oh, whoa!" She's like, "Oh, I, I was not that. expecting that." <laughs> it's horrible. But Gus gets. It's fine. It's it's a you've seen deer in real life, so it ain't nothing but he's not a deer. deer He's a creepy kid. Isn't he, though? He's got the antlers and he's got the ears. He's a creepy kid. That's one thing they changed, because in the comic books, he has the nose, too, of a a deer. Uh, They didn't have the budget for it. They didn't have a budget to do a prosthetic nose of a deer. Nope. Okay. Okay. Uh, So. They're like, we got to talk to you in the morning, you know, something, you know, important, you know, you just go to sleep. So he gets to see like a family setting. The mom goes and kisses the the the, the little kid in his head, uh, tucks him in, you know, good night, you know, Jorah. And you know, <laughs> she's like, good night, you know, whatever your name is. And he, you know, they get the little, uh, little nice heartwarming scene with the the kid, and he goes off to bed. Uh, in the Comic book, he dreams about uh, Dandy. That's when he has the dream about Dandy after, you know, still in the book. But uh, he wakes up in the middle of the night. He sees a picture of the mom and dad being married on the um, on a little mantle or whatever. The storm has woken him up. And he catches Jorah on Jorah. He catches Jeopard sneaking out. Bouncing. Like, Said, I'm fully... leaving your ass right here. And then it shows the nievete of young Gus because he's like, oh, I couldn't sleep either. We're we bouncing? We leaving? Wow. And Jeopard looks at him like, like I am. I'm leaving. <laughs> and more more things start to dawn on them. Like, okay, you were just going to leave without me. And, and you yeah. know. That's what happens when you attach yourself to people that don't want you. He's a 10-year-old boy, Well, Emma. you don't get to be a child in this world, okay? Well, maybe if they showed more harshities out in the world, we'd be able to get that notion. Kids but no, they they got Bambi going on here. So, um, but the hunters, they catch up. And Gus, with his super hearing, hears them out there. But he can't smell them all because he can't smell in the rain. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> Jeffrey's like, how many are there? And he's like, I can't smell them. I don't know. And he's like, go and hide. He pulls out the ammo out of his pocket. He only got two bullets, but he knows there's more than just two people because he can see them through the window. And for some reason, they can't see the giant black guy on the inside of the thing standing there. It's dark. Okay, you're racist. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying, you put the two of us in a pitch black room, who's going to be easier to see? The person that glows because they're so pale. All right. I'm the one that's going to die. Wow. So they're banging on the door saying, hey, you know, we know that you're hiding a hybrid child in there. Release it. We won't even, you know, release it to us. We won't hurt the family. Uh, if not, we're coming in by force type of situation. Uh, they instantly do do what a family does. They get their kid. They try to keep them together. But they also try to, to help Gus. I absolutely like, thought the dad was going to sell out Gus. 100% thought that's where that was going. Uh, maybe in the comic book that probably would have happened because people <laughs> are dicks in the comic book. But he's like, but, he's like, Gus, come over here. And he's like trying to get him to cross over to them, like in front of the window. He wouldn't have been seen. He's low to the ground. Wow. So 
so not having a lot of ammo, uh, <laughs> Jeopard sees a bear trap hanging from the wall, snatches it. Very resourceful. And while the countdown to three and them entering the the you know the house to kill everybody, basically, uh, Jeopard goes out on the side and he just murders like four or five guys single-handedly bloodlessly just, even and that's so upsetting because <laughs> i and in the in the comic book there's a scene like that where they get attacked by people that are tracking them and jeopard just wrecks wrecks them like he doesn't do it without taking damage like he gets hit in the arm and stuff like that but it's shown that he like headshots gouges out people's eyes breaks arm like he is ruthless when it comes to to protecting this child like hey th this is what's got to happen it's either you or me and it ain't gonna be us to be so, fair it's a pretty brutal fight scene but the way they film it where it's on the other side of the window in the storm and not having any blood it just makes it very hard to see yeah and they again they do no blood at all yeah so you just he's just swinging heavy lead at people and it's taking people out so one of them makes their way inside and is kind of slowly tracking what he believes to be a hybrid kid, you know, Gus. And uh, Gus is kind of like hiding and shooting with his. Uh, Somebody his, has um, got to tell this kid to put the fucking slingshot away. It does nothing except tell people where he is. This kid he is doesn't so know. dumb. He Somebody doesn't say anything him. in the comics. Oh, my God. He doesn't say anything so in the comics. He's, that's the only weapon he's got from daddy, from Paul. Well, and it's not a weapon so much as a fucking beacon for where you are. It it it's his only uh, source of defense. No, that's what it is. But he comes out of hiding and he gores the the guy with his uh, Did he, antler. Did he, he scratches him in the leg? Because like I know him he stabbed leg. him, but I couldn't tell if it was with his antler or if he had something in his hands. No, no, because all he had in his hand was the uh, mm. I keep want to say yo yo the slingshot. That's all he had in his hand, and when he runs out. Uh, he he ducks his head down and scratches him with his his antler. Oh, fair enough. And there then, was no blood on the antler, so I didn't catch that. In the comic books, there's blood on the antler. <laughs> so actually, I don't think they ever uh, uses the antler because they're like rounded that's off. That's weak as shit. Like, they're rounded off. They're like uh, that's how they're drawn. At least is that they're kind of like rounded off. Um, but all of a sudden, we merge shows. Because he's got his back to the door. Like, the door is wide open. Gus has his back to it. And he's preparing to take another shot with his slingshot while the guy is preparing to take another shot with his rifle. Um, and then all of a sudden, out of the forest, this More giant stag, stag. Get out of here. This Where's giant the stag. He needs to know his stag is here. That's <laughs> terrible. It just slowly walks. And just like, and for some reason... The the hunter dude is shocked by this. Like, why why did he hesitate? I mean, you don't expect but to see the giant fucking deer. What is the deer going to do? Surprise you. You have a rifle in your hand and you're aiming to kill a little kid. Or actually sedate him, because when he shot the first it, shot, you saw gun. that it was a trank. Yeah, it was a trank dart. But nonetheless, you have the weapon and the deer just came to say hello. So None of that's in the, the book, of course. There are no giant... You saw the giant stag and what happened to it in the <laughs> book. That's what happens. But it gives enough time for Jeopard to sneak up behind with a giant uh, metal bear, bear trap, trap 
and smash his head with it or and it is so his head unsatisfying with it. to know that he just slammed a bear trap on a man's head and not see it and no blood whatsoever none i feel like there'd be a lot of blood in that situation every not all sure. of them would be covered in blood yes um and then we just it that's it we transition right to the next morning where Jeppard and Gus are packing up and um they're they're on their way out and, on the you know, loudest most <laughs> conspicuous <laughs> least hidden route out of there how the fuck are you going to use a gondola to get your ass out of there? What do you want every you, if you do not have a fucking welcoming committee of hunters at the bottom? And it's slow and it's a target. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't understand why they would use that. So whatever. And but the the son, the son of the little family gives him a little going away present. It's a a zip up coat cuz he can't get things over his antlers. Like, you know, they did a little joke with that earlier in the in the uh, the episode, um, but you see that yeah now he's going with him like uh, Jeppard is is like yeah I'll, I'll you know whatever I can't get rid of this kid if he stays here he's gonna be hunted the dad and the family they don't want that type of you know they don't want he's that like smoke. I'll take you to the next town and then you're on your own. He says sorry for all the dead what people. Are the, for all the dead people. You know, and he's like, it's all right. No, it's not all right, dude. I got no, six dead he said, bodies He now. said it's cool. He said it's cool. That's not cool. There's, yeah. there's a whole bunch of dead bodies yeah, everywhere it's now. Bit, it's a little bit cool. So they all did their sad goodbyes and they're leaving. And then uh, Jeopard makes a deal with them and says, I'll take you to the next town. And then that's it. Because Gus is like, I can do this on my own. I don't, you know. He, he he's kind of getting like more of the courage of like you know what I see how people are okay cool he's I can stupid do if he thinks own. he can do anything on his own I, he's, he's got 10, a slingshot so Emma he's got a slingshot so he's good and he just found out that he can cut people with his antlers that's wow. that's two weapons it's <laughs> two weapons uh Jeffers like okay I get where this is going you know you can't do this on your own kid I'll take you to the next town and that's it and then he, uh, you know, give him an inch, he'll go a mile type of thing. He's like, and then Colorado? Oh, like, yeah, because we huh? figured out um, the picture was taken at Red Rocks Amphitheater. Which is a theater? Because I've never heard of that before. It's an outdoor uh, concert venue in Colorado. It's, like, massively famous. Um, you've probably seen pictures from it. I have. I've watched episode one and two. So Wow. Seen, seen wow. both of them. Anyway, yeah. yeah, so it looks like the um, the mom is the one that she's like, oh, did your mom ever go to Red Rocks? Which, how the fuck does he know? He already told you he's never met a mom. Like, he doesn't know moms. He's never met a mom. Never met a mom. Just, yeah, that's true. He's never met a mom. I think that's literally Actually, what he said, is I've never met a mom. I I got to see in the next episode if they introduce a certain character, because that is not the first time he meets a woman. Um, it's, okay, it's but not every more... woman is a mom, Aaron. No, but it's... Check it's, yourself. It's, a, it's, a, it's an important part of the first time him meeting a woman. Like, he... Everybody else has been men that he's met. His dad, he knows of his mom, and he knows his mom was a woman, but he's never met a live woman before. So they didn't do it like that on this. They just mm -hmm. had it as, as a mom as the first woman he's ever met. Yeah. Um, but as they're going down the gondola, uh, gondola, the gondola. The gondola <laughs> whatever, as they're going down the gondola, um, they pan over, and you see some some figures wearing, like, kind of 
animal costumes or something. They they got a, a like a bear skull on one for a mask, and he's holding a bat. I thought it was an orangutan. They... The first thing I thought it was straight up an orangutan. I, I did not know that they were wearing something. What you could see the know. human eyes? No, not the person, the animal before it pans to that person. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, because yeah. it's just Come a giant hairy that. thing. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the zoom in of the one character that <laughs> no. they showed. I'm like, he's blinking the whole time. And orangutans don't but, blink. But they've been noticed. You know, they've been, they've got some. Yeah, uh, of course they've been noticed. Them. Everybody in a 50 mile <laughs> radius has noticed them. I mean, not 50 mile radius. Wow. You know, maybe 30. This was uh, a slow episode. This was this was a it, slow episode this, too. This was a filler episode. Yeah, this was a hands down filler episode because, like I said, that family is not in it. Um, this backstory for Amy. Uh, I fucking forgot not... about Amy. Amy finds a baby. Yes, at the end of it, you see that Amy is thriving in the zoo by herself with her plants. She's got a f- full blown garden, and she is living her best life by herself. And then she hears a car. She goes out into the front. There's no car. She's got the the heater with her. She's like, I'm going to shoot anybody that comes near me. But then there's a tiny baby in a basket sitting in with front a, of. With a pig nose. With a little piggy nose. And the episode ends there. And the narrator yeah. does the whole, this is where Amy's story begins. <laughs> that's so, that's actually not bad. That was not bad. That's uh, And that's where we end that episode. So <sighs> sorry for I all the dead people. I hope. The, it was the slow. next episode picks up because man like that why are you gonna have a filler episode as your second episode that's rough uh i the only reason i can think that they did a filler episode is is like i said the what's supposed to happen in the second episode or a second comic book is hardcore it is a eye-opener to how the world works and they just probably didn't want to do that because they're keeping this disney looking (laughs) thing but if they don't do it in the third episode i'm just gonna straight out tell you what happens because it's not a spoiler for like the long run yeah but it it it's it's more character building for this character and i just i just don't know where they're going i just don't know where they're going fair enough they're introducing people so we're gonna go and watch episode uh three um we're on a roll here so we will be back you'll you know with the next episode um anything else you want to anything else you want (laughs) to say like is there any any thoughts on what's going to happen next no i just hope it picks up okay it's fair enough (laughs) because it was slow it was slow it was very slow all right everybody we will see you when we see you uh and that's the next episode so later